Okay, so part two. Um, I did the last podcast um, that was talking about this young man's older brother's girl ex-girlfriend. So this is his, it seems it's his high school girlfriend. This is from four years ago. I want you to hear how she describes him, though. And if you, you're, you, mostly all are sinners like me. So if you get a chance to watch the video, you're going to see <laughs> the dynamic between the two of them. Um, but so, yeah, from what it seems like, they're high school uh, sweethearts. Um, she went on to marry this guy and have a child with him. Uh, so yeah, let me go ahead and play this out. I want you. To, I'm gonna uh, replay the part where she describes him, but let me uh, play this from the top. <clears throat> you senior were Oops. shocked to death. Hold on. He was girlfriend. Her testimony was very important because she has supported AJ Armstrong since the murder. She believes he is innocent. She's been vocal about it on social media. When she took the stand today, she was pretty proud. But then prosecutors chipped away at her story, her relationship with AJ. Outside court, AJ Armstrong and Kate Ober laugh and hold hands. A scene right out of any high school hallway. Laugh and hold hands. No. You're on the way to second trial of capital murder for your parents. And you're, this is not no walk through the, through a highway. I mean, through a, a, <laughs> a classroom hallway. Disgusting. Peter's chipped away at her story, her relationship with AJ. <laughs> Outside court, A.J. Armstrong and Kate Ober laugh and hold hands, a scene right out of any high school hallway, except we're in a courthouse and the boyfriend is on trial for murdering his parents. Kate has stuck by A.J. since the murder. She's now a senior at Single Ranch High School. AJ's okay, so if she's um, now a senior, that means if he was uh, 16 at the time that this happened, she was probably a... Freshman could have been younger. Um, so if you're looking at a freshman, she would have been like close to 14. And so um, four years ago, she was a, a senior. I stuck by him the whole time. I don't know. Parents, I need to hear y'all on this one because there's no way. Like it's one thing to let my kids date when they're. I said I wasn't going to talk about parents. Let me leave this alone. His attorneys say AJ and Kate texted hours before Dawn and Antonio Sr. were shot to death. He was the goofy, happy AJ, she told jurors. Do you hear how she describes him? Listen to this. ...were shot to death. He was the goofy, happy AJ, she told jurors. Goofy and happy. <laughs> She's with him because he's goofy and happy. AJ's attorneys say AJ and Kate texted hours before Dawn and Antonio Sr. were shot to death. He was the goofy, happy AJ, she told jurors. They texted because she says AJ was trying to quash a rumor about her. Another boy started. But when and check this out. Um, now, she just winked at somebody in the courthouse. Um, this is from four years ago. But the thing is, um, listen, because when you talk about... <laughs> 
the phrase she got the same black man listen to how remember the parents were saying like he lies and he's deceitful and one of the nails in his coffin for the trial was that his mom has sent him a text because he kept trying to tell her like oh the alarm system is finicky and it's not working but she's like it has a timestamp for when you're coming in late i know you're coming in late that's how i know that you're you're lying to me and stuff and she um sent her uh this son a, t- a text message saying all you do is lie and do drugs um and so check this part out when prosecutors had their chance they tried to prove aj was lying to her and that set a new tone prosecutors pushed her asking if she knew how much aj got in trouble with his parents anytime kate said she couldn't remember something the state produced past text messages between she was trying to protect him and that static is not from my it's from the news station Anytime Kate said she couldn't remember something, the state produced past text messages between boyfriend and girlfriend. They pointed out how, in one exchange, Kate was upset AJ was selling and smoking too much pot. Another exchange from when AJ was in juvie jail. Kate was upset AJ lied to her about the reason he was kicked out of Kincaid. Quote, I feel like you lied to me all the time, she said she told So the dad was concerned that he was not only consuming and smoking too much pot, he was also um, selling too much of it. And again, y'all, like, it's so interesting in, on the, y'all know I'm learning, like, all the life and health insurance aspects of stuff. And so, some insurance companies don't even want to um, give you a policy or you're going to get a substandard policy, which means you're going to pay higher premiums, you're considered high risk. And um, when I think about how young people, you know, if your parents don't already have one for you, you get a policy 18, 19, 20, 21 when you get that first job and you carry it for the rest of your life. Can you imagine (laughs) just even on on that front? And, And there's a reason. The reason I'm bringing this up is because a lot of times we like to feel like the system is so hard on this, but there's a reason they tell us not to drink like drink and drive and you know, consume certain drugs and his, his brain was still developing. So that's one thing. And then the other thing is here with with the lies that they have to each other. I don't know if you caught this. I'm going to go back and play to uh, go back a little bit more. He lied to her about flunking out of Kincaid, right? He was upset. AJ was selling and smoking too much pot. Another exchange from when AJ was in juvie jail. Kate was upset. AJ lied to her about the reason he was kicked out of Kincaid. Wait, wait, wait. So he was in juvie jail? Was he in juvie jail because of the... No, because at that point he had already gotten kicked. So he was already in juvie jail. Y'all, he had already spent time in juvie jail and had gotten kicked out of Kincaid. Because I don't think they put him in... I don't... The way that they're describing it, from my other podcasts and stuff, I, we learned that he had flunked out, right? So it wasn't that he was under suspicion for toe-tacking his parents and then got kicked out and went to juvie jail in the interim. Nah! Yo! And this is... He was 16 when he toe-tagged his parents. I feel like you lie to me all the time, she said she told him. We wanted... The, the jury to hear from someone who was with AJ right up into the time of the murder when the murders occurred. 
and who had a relationship with AJ for the weeks before that. Um, there was a lot of talk about all these texts. They're 16 year olds. They're 16 year old kids flirting with each other. Once again, it's a attempt by the prosecution to come up with some sort of motive, and it's just not there. There is no motive. Hmm. Again, as we've been telling you all week, prosecutors not commenting on the case until the trial is finished. I want to show you what you're seeing next to me on the screen. This is an immersive experience that our web team incredibly has put together. It is extensive. It goes in-depth with my notes that I take each day in the courtroom. What we can show you on TV is just about 60 seconds. And remember, there are hours and hours of testimony. We are now at more than 50 witnesses. So to catch up on the case, you definitely want an in-depth look at that immersive experience with the Armstrong trial. I also want to mention tomorrow we can expect to hear from family members for the first time so far since testimony began. And guys, we talked to those defense attorneys at the end of the day today and they said they could rest their case as soon as Wednesday. We'll keep you posted. Interesting, yeah. So anyways, to prove my point, um, the, I don't know, I just think about, like, even when I was younger, like, I wasn't trying to be attracted to the goofy guy. Like, I liked the guy that was smart and um, probably, if anything, athletic. Um, and, or, I've always liked a guy that's ambitious and driven. So, and that's very, like, prevalent. You can see it over the, my dating history and stuff like that. But again, y'all, I just, especially for my younger ladies, like sometimes, because I see even like with my niece, one time she sent me a picture from her field trip and it's the same MO, you know, um, the, one of the guys that's around there, he has a, a, a white girl and I don't <laughs> want my niece to feel any kind of way because you can tell like even just the way he carries himself, he's obese, he's kind of sloppy. Goofy would be a good definition, and the girl looks like a refrigerator. But anyways, you know, so, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this does not mess with her, her mental. You know, a lot of the times, it can feel like, well, why don't you pick me, and I want to be picked, and they're in relationships as early as junior high and high school, and, you know, being overlooked. Nah, nah, trust me. This, this, this you don't, you don't want what's over on this side. <laughs> Absolutely not. And, and and I just don't understand, like, at which point do you just kind of say, like, you know what? We had a good run. Um, Stick by his side, undergrad. Stick by, I mean, by undergrad, the first trial. Stick by his um side, the second trial. Now you're a senior in high school. Get married to the guy. Have a kid with the guy. And then now he's going to be spending 40 years minimum and from what i understand when you get a life sentence if they give you the possibility of pat of patrol <laughs> if they give you the possibility of parole um you it's a minimum five year like um they usually don't grant you parole right away so you um what will likely happen is you might get a chance on your second appeal so automatically you're looking at five years after your first appeal um, for it to be considered. And I think you get three tries. And then there was something else I wanted to say too. Um, well, it will, it will come back to me. All right, y'all. Bye.